Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 13 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? I'm doing pretty all right. How about you? I'm pretty good. Very nice to hear back from you again. How was your week since I last spoke to you? <laughs> it's been, been all right. It's just been pretty busy, actually. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of screenings that where everyone's going to. Yeah. Um, are you speaking of screenings? Are you seeing Godzilla on Wednesday? Oh, I haven't even seen anything for a Godzilla screening in Denver yet. Oh, okay. It was probably limited. I know it was like limited cities and stuff like that. Um, thankfully, Boston was one of them. Uh, but, <laughs> but um, yeah. So before we'll get into all the stuff coming out next week it's a pretty good week next weekend um and let's get right into the box office the top five for the weekend of may 17th so let's get right into it coming in at number one larry what do we have coming in at number one we have john wick chapter three parabellum which opened to a fantastic 57.025 million dollar weekend which is quite the increase from John Wick Chapter 2, which opened at $30.4 million. So a nice, nice jump for that franchise in its third week of release. And then, um, oh, whoa, this website doesn't want to work currently. Sorry. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, so a great increase for John Wick in its third outing. Oh, really good. Um, so we finally got the movie that kind of pretty much took a head, gave a headshot to Avengers Endgame. That yeah. being that being John Wick, fifty-seven million. I definitely wasn't expecting that high of a number, but as we were getting closer to release date for the movie, I definitely saw the hype of the film. Um, kind of, kind of, you know, becoming like a bigger thing. So I definitely saw a bigger number. It looks like it, it wasn't in. It was under. Under four thousand plus theaters, but I think if it, if it would have got that, you know, four thousand plus theater count, we would have saw a much bigger number because um, you know people want to see this, and it was the highest. Uh, it's a great franchise for Lionsgate because it was the highest. Um, you know, it's the highest of all of the all three all three of the films and stuff. So um, going in, and I think like when you have a franchise like John, when you have a franchise like John Wick. Um, you know, seeing the number continuously go up is it's nothing but a good thing. So I definitely see a part four, chapter four happening. Uh, and you know, the ending kind of set that up as well. But I definitely see this being green lit and stuff. And this is like Lionsgate kind of new franchise that they have on going on for themselves. Really good for them. Oh, certainly. Yeah, this was a great debut for the John Wick uh, franchise. And I completely agree, especially now that this is the biggest of the openings so far for the series. I don't see why it couldn't get a fourth installment. And as you said, I mean, obviously the ending was setting us up. So Mm -hmm. also, when you look at the worldwide numbers, it's off to a great start there as well. Already at 149.2 worldwide. So great numbers all the way around for... John Wick, which is much needed for Keanu Reeves. Uh, this is kind of the the franchise that's keeping him going career-wise right now. So it's really good to, to have it doing so well. 
Right. I you know I said in my I said in my review that um it's it's it, it looks like he's having a lot of fun with this franchise and I'm sure he this is one of his franchises that he can call his own now and you know this is one of his one of those franchises that you want to just keep doing and keep checking out similar to uh Tom Cruise and the Mission Impossible movies. I can definitely see a bunch of these movies happening as long as they as long as they keep it fresh and stuff like that because um if the fourth one, if they end up doing a fourth one, which I'm sure they will, if that ends up being like this one, um, then it'll be kind of, it'll, it'll kind of be like a step down. So, I mean, I'd be interested to see what they do. Maybe he goes to a different, maybe he goes to a different location or something like that. But yeah, yeah, very, very interesting to see how this all plays out and stuff. All right. Um, Whatever they do, I would like for them to bring that Halle Berry character back. <laughs> yeah, bring her and her dogs were like amazing. That yeah. one scene. That one scene with her and her dogs, and like I don't know, when she's like when she's like calling out to them. Is that a language? Is that Russian or something? I mean, it has to be some language. Something I don't know, but those commands out because well, they were in where uh, Monte Cristo, Monte. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know what language it was, but <laughs> and a lot of people, a lot of people, um, assumed. Like I looked up the um, if you go up, if you go and look at the uh behind the scenes, a lot of people assumed that those kind of scenes with the outrageous dog stuff was CG, but those were actual trained dogs. They oh, were okay. doing all those things, <laughs> which made it even more crazy. And like I, another thing I love about this whole thing is that like everything is so practical. You know, in a day and age when we do have our um, Pikachu's and Avengers and everything's kind of CG. Um, it it is nice to go back to formula, you know, as far as the action movie. That's everything's like practical, actual stunts and stuff like that. So um, it was it's really nice to see. So I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad to see it doing well because I know a lot of stunt people work hard in this film to make Keanu Reeves look as good as he can. You know what I mean? So you know I'm definitely happy for it. Yeah. All right. So All right. number two, what do we have? About time. Falling out out of the top spot in week number four, we have Avengers Endgame, which dropped 53.5% in its fourth weekend to bring in $29.41 million here domestic. Interesting enough, that does bring its domestic total up to $770.8 million, which Mm -hmm. does bump it up to number two on the all-time highest-grossing films domestically, passing Avatar. As of right now, we're just shy of being able to get past Avatar on the worldwide stage, as Avengers has just passed $2.6 billion, so we have that $100 million still to go. Um, to to pass Avatar, but it did get it here. Domestic, another great weekend, and uh, yeah, it's nice to see it reach that number two spot domestically at least. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I um, Avengers is almost there. I know they're like two point six, like six, like they're really close. You know, um, they're really really close, and a lot of I'm already seeing posts like oh that's it guys it's not going to make it and like guys it's still only its fourth weekend you know what i mean like you don't see a 2.6 billion dollar for a major blockbuster until like it's like what 10th weekend you know what i mean we're still in week 4 and last night i got out of seeing rocket man which was phenomenal did you like did you watch that last I night did. too yes 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 it was phenomenal um I got out of I got out of Rocket Man. It was like nine thirty, you know, and I was still kind of awake. And I was like, oh. I was walking around my theater, and then I saw that. Okay, so I'm I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent. Sorry, forgive me. But um, 
I was walking around the theater, the hallways, admiring all the movie posters, loving life. I love movies, blah, 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 walking around. And then I and then I was hearing that Avengers theme at the end, you know, you know, like everyone's coming back and it's like building up. And I was like, oh, my God, what theater is showing that part? And then and then like um, I found the theater. It was like theater six or something. I ran into it. I caught that moment. And then I was like, oh, I wonder how many people are in here. And it was still like crowded. You know what I mean? Like no seats because I was just going to grab a seat and watch the rest of the Avengers film. Why not? You know, I love the end battle and all that stuff. But it was crowded, like still crowded. And then I was like, oh. And then I went to another theater that was like leading up to the end battle, you know, because the end battle was just so epic. You gotta watch it a thousand times. Um, I another I walked into another theater, and this this was like when you know when they all start coming back from the time machine stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I went in there. I was like, okay, let's see what kind of seats they have. I can just grab a seat real quick and watch the rest of the movie. Crowded as well. So I don't think, even though there's a lot of good movies and stuff coming out, I do think there's still. The hype for Avengers is still there to some crowds, and I noticed that there was there's still people who haven't seen it going to go see it again because even in some of the reactions, like when when I watched it up until you know the whole thing with Tony Stark dying and stuff like that, and there was there was like a couple of people like gasping. So I'm like, you, I'm like, those are the people that haven't even seen it yet. You know what I mean? So I do think like we're still gonna see this number rise, but. Um, I don't know. The question that if it's going to pass Avatar, I mean, it's only what? It was $173 million away from Avatar, I believe? Uh, yeah, something in that range. Yeah, so I think, what do you think? You think that you think that's a pretty good number to try to catch up to? Or? I mean, it's, I think it's going to be close. It's going to be tight. Um, I think domestic, it's pretty, I don't think it can catch The Force Awakens at this point at the domestic record. Um it would still need over a hundred million just here in the United States. And I don't right. think it quite has that left, right. uh, but worldwide, I mean, I don't know. I hope so. I really, really hope. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to, I really do. I can't, I, I listen, I have a graphic up. I have a graphic made for when it does for like all the social medias, you know? So I just wanted to do it. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to do it, but We'll see. I mean, it, it took a 53% drop this weekend, which still, in its fourth weekend, it's still pretty good. Um, it's starting to get away from a lot of theaters. I'm seeing this negative 400 theaters. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely see. But it still has 4,000-plus theaters, so it's not, so it's not oh, a huge yeah. – <laughs> yeah, it's not a huge cut because I'm seeing – I'm scrolling down, and there's a lot of theaters who – there's a lot of movies who got a lot, a huge, massive amount of theater cuts. So we'll see. So um, number three, what do we have? So coming in at number three was Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which saw a 54.4% drop in its second weekend, bringing in $24.8 million. That brings its new domestic total up to $94 million, and its worldwide total is currently sitting at $206.4 million. So, good numbers overall for Detective Pikachu, I'd say. Right. Um... I think definitely, um, maybe I think they were hoping for a slightly smaller mm-hmm. drop in week two, mm-hmm. um, especially with Aladdin on the horizon and right. that big anime or big family film coming out. But uh, I mean, I, there's not too much um, milestone-wise for Detective Pikachu. It passed that 200 million, so that's good. But yeah, uh, just a pretty solid overall second week for the film. Yeah, yeah. They already greenlit 
the sequel, didn't they? I I, I don't they, know. I didn't report anything. Close to them getting like really close to that sequel being pushed forward. Which I don't. Which with the ending, I really don't know how the sequel's gonna work. But um, but yeah, I mean. I, I see this having a sequel, of course. It's not it's not necessarily a huge drop from last week, but it's kind of like the standard drop. And, you know, it's summertime. So movies like this, they got to know that, you know, keep holding these numbers and stuff for the next couple of weeks. is going to be difficult with, all, with everything that's coming out. And like you said, this weekend we have uh, Aladdin coming out, and then the next weekend is Godzilla. So there's a lot of stuff going on and hitting the fan. So, you know, we'll see. But, um, yeah, I think $24 million in week two – Going up against John Wick and Endgame is still pretty good in my eyes, you know? So, um, I have another family film open, though it didn't do much business. Um, oh. We'll talk about it here in a second. But, <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see with Detective Pikachu, see how it goes as far as the next weekend. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes up against, you know, um, Aladdin. So, we'll see. But, um, number four, oh, God. Number four, Again, what do number- we have? Four is a dog's journey, which brought in eight million for its opening weekend, and that was from just over three thousand theaters worldwide. The film has grossed twenty three point five million, so that is quite a drop, though, from a dog's purpose, the the previous film in this uh, series to come mm-hmm. out, and actually a little bit lower than a dog's way home that also came out earlier this year so wonder why they they have to be a little bit disappointed with this overall number um, it's, it's a little bit on the low end of what they were expecting listen i'm not i'm not disappointed at all okay <laughs> i i listen i get it there's there's an audience for these movies and um, you and I, like, you know, us creators, as far as YouTube creators and, you know, content creators, like podcasters or whatever in entertainment, we're supposed to be seeing every movie pretty much that we can to get our thoughts out for our viewers slash listeners. And some movies, I just can't, you know, like some movies, I just cannot like, so <laughs> a dog's journey. Every time I see the trailer, I get so annoyed, not as annoyed as the other one from earlier this year with Bella and her fucking cheese. I, I couldn't stand it. But um, A Dog's Journey, it didn't look as bad as that, as A Dog's, what was it, A Dog's Way Home? Yeah, but I just hope, I hope this is the last A Dog's movie that we see in a, for a while. I really do, because these are just god-awful in my eyes. I just, I can't do it. I know you said, I know you, did you like it? You said you liked it? It was... Yeah, I thought it was fine. It yeah, was fine. I, I know. And, and I'm a dog person, so I love dogs, but, oh, you know, I like... Oh, I was like, what I is like, canine hatred? No, it's, it's not at all, because, like, listen, <laughs> one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why I go to my girlfriend's house up in, you know, up in Newburyport, which is an hour away, is for her dogs. Her dogs are amazing. I love dogs. I'm an animal person in general, but... These dogs movies, unless you're Air Bud, just leave me alone. You know, like, like I just Not can't. Not even Homeward Bound. Yeah, Homeward Bound. You know, I even like Life. <laughs> like, you know, Life is Rough on Disney Channel was cool too. But these talking ones, I just can't do it. Um, I don't know. I can't do it. But yeah, I guess eight million is fine for Universal. It's, it's but, okay. Yeah, but yeah. again, uh, this one coming in the lowest of the dog movies that we've received over the last couple of years. Plus, we even had stuff like Alpha and Axel, which were basically dog uh, films. Uh, I liked Alpha, extent. but they all have un- like they've all done decent to blech. Um, yeah, Axel, Dog's Purpose did 
A Dog's Purpose actually did pretty well at the box office. That's why we have this sequel. Um, and A Dog's Way Home did well for its budget. Uh, it definitely made money. It was in the profit margin. Right. But this one, opening at $8 million, is definitely closer to something like Axel and Alpha that really did not perform up to what they needed to. Yeah, and, and I liked Alpha. You know, I like to see I like those kind of dog movies, you know? But, like, Axel was just horrific. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, these movies, it's just not for me. So I'm pretty sure, unless, like, you have... An, honestly, unless you have, like, a kid, I don't see a lot of a lot of people going out to see these kind of movies. So, especially during summer. Like, I'm sorry. Like, everyone wants to see things blow up. People's head gets blown off by John Wick. And then, you know, little Pokemon. No one has time for a dog's I journey. I will say, there were a lot of just older um, well, yeah. <laughs> in my theater uh, when I saw a dog's journey on it on opening night. It was, it was the older audience. <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't. Um... I, I, yeah, I just, I can't, you know, but, all right, so let's get right into the last and final movie, the, in the number five spot, what do we have? This is a movie I just can't with, and that is <laughs> The Hustle, which dropped 53.3% with, while adding 70 theaters, it now made $6.08 million in weekend number two, which brings its domestic total up to 2305 and mm-hmm. its worldwide total up to $51.25 million. So The Hustle didn't open very big and proceeded to still drop a decent amount. Um, yeah. Yeah. It actually uh, added theaters, too. Yeah, they added, added 70. And you have two main, like pretty big stars in the lead. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel you. I really do. Um, The Hustle was not that great. Um, uh, you know, but six, it's it still, it came in in the, in the top five. So yeah. I guess there's some type of audience for it. Um, yeah. I mean, well, there, uh, you know, I, I'm into those kind of movies as long as they're good. You know what I mean? Like I like the, I like oh, the, I camp- loved it it right. Good. Like I like, I love the campy kind of buddy cop with females kind of like, just like, you know, running the town and all that stuff. Like I actually had a, I don't know how you felt, but I, I actually had a good time with the spy, uh, the spy who love, who, who dumped me. I had fun with that, but, um, the hustle, I was like, eh, you know, um, but yeah. So, all right. So that is a top yeah. five. Did we talk uh, about the smallest drop in the top 10, which I know will just make you so happy. Which, what do you mean? I, 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 I can't see it, but it's- go ahead. Which one? The Intruder uh, only uh, dropped 44% this weekend, which was the smallest drop in the entire top 10. You know what's sad? 4.02 million. You know what's sad about that, Larry? What? I actually, okay, so yesterday I was in, I was in Dana's hometown for the day. So she had to get off, she had to go to work. So I said, okay, I'm gonna go back to Boston and, you know, get ready for Rocket Man. And I said, you know what? Instead of going home, what if I just do a double header? And the only movie, Larry, I swear to God, the only movie that was lining up with Rocket Man for me to see on time, Avengers is too long, John Wick is kind of long as well. The only movie that was able to time me out to see where, where I would get out at an early enough time to go to Rocket Man was The Intruder. And I saw it again. And I. Oh, again. Yeah, because I didn't want to go home, and I was just like, because I was like, you know, I'm the type of person that if I go home, I'm staying there. I, I'm that's it. If I go home, that's it. But like, the I was like, you know, I was watching. Let's do a double feature and let's just have fun. And it's God, it's so bad. But 
you know, it's like it's bad, but it's not like I can't picture. I'm trying to picture another one of those screen gems. Like they've had worse, is what I'll say. You know what I mean? Like much worse. <laughs> um, Dennis, I, I I guess Dennis Quaid just like keeps the thing going because oh, he's just he's just, he's just so, so good. And crazy yeah, that movie that it's hard. But it's a funny story. I also did a double feature for Rocket Man yesterday, and my grandma goes to a lot of movies with me. And of course, we were going to Rocket Man together. Of course. And she she missed the screening for The Intruder, but she oh, so you saw it too. She really wanted to see it, but I was in like desperation mode of oh my gosh, I can't. So we split up. She went and saw The Intruder. I went and saw Token for the first time. Larry, uh, so come on. <laughs> we were in the same movie theater, but we split into different movies and came back together for Rocket Man. I don't I know. Like, I, I can't do it. I, can't. I don't know what's more petty. Larry leaving his poor <laughs> Nana or <laughs> to go through Token. Listen, I sucked it up. I said, you know what? Fuck it. The intruder it is because I, I, it was just, okay. it's just. Oh my gosh. I was shocked. Uh, my theater for Token was packed full of older people, like left and right. And I posted this on my social media, but for Elton John, obviously, it's an Elton John fantasy biopic. I had to glam up somehow. So I'm, um, like, sitting literally in between because all the whole top row is filled. All these older people left, right, in front of me with, like, eyeshadow on and this lipstick on. <laughs> green shirts on. It was like, oh, okay, hi, older you was You was dressed up? I didn't see. Let me go. I'm going to go find it now. I Hold tried. on. <laughs> I don't have any fun sunglasses, you know? Like, I don't yeah. have Elton John sunglasses. So I had to do something. But... Listen. My theater, my theater as well. They were, they were all dressed up, like you know what I mean. A lot of the older people were. They had this one lady had like glitter in her hair, and then this one lady had like one of those party city wigs. It's like, what is going on? But then, like, um, yeah. So yeah, I so, was just in my sweater being yeah. gray. <laughs> of course, we should probably talk about the other new release, although nobody seemed to go watch it. No. We have The Sun is Also a Star, which debuted all the way down at number eight with only $2.6 million. And that's in a debut over 2,000 theaters. That is yeah. very poor. That's, that's a very bad debut. <laughs> couple of, a couple of things I would say the marketing is not was not good no. for it. You know what I mean? And even like even with the like uh, other films, like Five Feet Apart's marketing was pretty good. You know, I saw it everywhere. You know, as far as 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 far as those, I know the CW with Cole Sprouse being on Riverdale. They showed a lot of trailers for it, and like MTV and VH1 had a lot of trailers for it. You know what I mean? And you know those YouTube ads for Five Feet Apart. But this movie, it was kind of just under the radar, like lit legit under the radar. And I was just like, um, and I wanted to check it out, but I just didn't get time to. Um, and you said, and, and you, you kind of scarred me when you was like, you enjoyed a dog's, <laughs> you enjoyed a dog's journey more than a son is also a star. And I said, oh Lord. Um, I, I wanted to like it just because obviously we have a really interesting racially diverse combo in the right. lead role, something, an Asian and black romance is not something we see often on the screen. If ever, I can't really recall ever seeing that as two leads. So of course, I just I was like hoping it would be good. It just it was not. It was very cheesy, very corny. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I like? Watching? 
<laughs> like also we should also talk about how um long shot is kind of hanging in there a little bit you know it only took a 45 percent drop in a number number <laughs> seven spot and took uh, and they got like a they got docked a thousand theaters but still came say, in they got seven. like they got ravaged yeah. on the theater count. Oh my goodness. They did. Damn That's what I was talking dolls. about. Ugly dolls. Ugly dolls. 1,600 theaters docked. Um, but 3 million for Longshot, you know, in Lionsgate. So, I mean, they had a pretty good weekend. I, I would say Longshot yeah. at number seven with 3 million. 25.7 million domestic and 32.8 basically right. million worldwide. So, yeah, it's definitely hanging in there, even being just shredded at the theater count. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, we just talked about Ugly Dolls. They also got shredded theater count, but they dropped 61.4%. Or Palms, which didn't lose any theaters and dropped 61%. So, right. Right, you know, yeah. at least Thanks. this one was able to, to hold on and hold out and keep keep the number at least decent looking. <laughs> yeah, token is not doing very bueno. Number oh, thirteen, token. second weekend. Yikes! Um, I, I, I million dollars in weekend number two. I mean, right? Yikes! Like that's that's tough. Um, I we should we'll not talk about, but like it's interesting how How to Train Your Dragon got a got a little bit of a theater. Not theater bump, but a little bit of a you know plus in percentage yeah. because I, I'm guessing this is probably the hype of the uh, DVDs releasing. Yeah, soon. that's coming out this right. weekend. It's also come out on digital already though. So I'm yeah, sure. true. I always get shocked when movies go up in their money at the theater after they've come up on digital. Right. I'm like oh, you can just get it at home, but uh, no. So that's nice, and that one has breached 160 thousand or 160 million here domestic which is cool mm-hmm. um seeing some of these others i'm actually really intrigued to check out biggest little farm when it opens here <laughs> oh <laughs> i saw that, that yeah two it's now in two little theaters or in its second week sorry in 45 theaters right. um and that jumped up to 270,000. um some other little ones like the white crow i haven't heard yep. all that much about I, I had a chance to see a screening i just wasn't able to make it but that one <laughs> Jumped up, uh, jumping up 86 theaters, but yeah, not a whole lot in terms of anyone hitting any milestones. Because honestly, when you look at this week, the top three did well, and then right. it was a huge drop down to number four and lower on this weekend's box office. So, good thing for Hollywood that we have Avengers and Pikachu performing well and then that we saw that huge opening like really kind of shocking huge opening from john wick because mm-hmm. the rest of the weekends was not strong right yeah that's, that's a good point and then um next week well i guess we can get right into what's coming out for next week yeah. uh next week we have aladdin uh brightburn and my favorite of the year so far book smart um for next week so as far as the box office from this week how do you think movies like Aladdin is going to do? I mean, it's tracking a pretty good number, but and some first reactions are people are calling it pretty good. So this is which is very shocking in my eyes. But I mean, what are your thoughts? Very shocking. And honestly, I think Aladdin's biggest problem is that I don't care how its first reactions are in terms of opening weekend. The marketing material has been pretty bad. Like not even it's been lackluster at best. Terrible. At worst, like <laughs> these, you, some of these new clips are really bad. You like, I I thought I was the only one who thought that because, I mean, I watch a lot of streaming, but I do I do catch 
you know, TV here and there. And I, I, I forgot that it was coming out next week. I thought it was like July. It kind of feels like with how the marketing is, you know, I, the only kind of marketing, if you would even call it that, that I've seen of Aladdin is when you go to the movie theater early and newbies on, and it has a little Aladdin kind of special with, with <laughs> Will Smith and the um, actor who plays Aladdin. You know, have you seen that with the whole like, oh, my best friend? It's kind of, it's kind of dumb. But um, that's the only yeah, thing I've seen. Trailers like yeah, you know, for Doc's Journey. It's a Doc's Journey is a family film, and I don't. There wasn't a trailer for Aladdin playing before it. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and it's like Aladdin. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any trailers. I haven't seen any TV. I barely Ooh. even seen any TV spots and then for the, it. I mean, they released a friend like me, or not a friend like me, Prince Ali. And it was yeah. terrible. They released the segment, and I mean, it was oh. not good. Like, so that's why I'm really shocked by these positive reactions because even just straight up clips from the movie, right. they released another new one with the genie and Aladdin, and it just has not been good. So I'm like, I, are these? Are they just intentionally releasing the worst scenes of the whole film? To the I, that's what that's it feels crazy. like. That's what it feels like. Otherwise, these people are nuts in their positive reactions. I, I I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm, I'm right. trying to stay open-minded, but everything I have seen has just not been promising. I feel this Aladdin will be, if I'm wrong, I'll come out and say it next week that I'm wrong, but I do feel like this will be another kind of Dumbo and Mary Poppins. Not Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins did, did fine. What was the other movie? The, um, the Nutcracker. Remember that shit? Oh. Um, yeah, oh, so I that was a whole different that's a straight up bomb. Like, yeah, I performer that was right. a bomb. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna bomb bomb. I do think I don't think I just don't think it's gonna do that well. I um, I don't know, I think it has it around 85, right? I, yeah, 80 85 million range. Yeah, but tracking tracking is always hit or miss, you know, because I remember like when Solo came out, it was like, oh yeah, it's tracking like 120, and that. That poor thing did like <laughs> so. Um, I don't know. Aladdin, we'll see. I yeah, just I would go on the the lower end and say maybe I'll say seventy is my prediction. <laughs> you said that with so much so much hesitance. <laughs> well, because I really don't know. I I'm just all over the place. Um, yeah, it really is. What it could be because I mean people do love the original, mm. but most of its press has been negative. So I just yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, and then we have Brightburn. I don't see. I I see Brightburn doing okay, but with everything that it's going up against, I don't. I don't think. I don't see a big number for Brightburn. That's and another one. I've seen the trailer played, but not very much. I haven't really seen marketing. Yeah. Marketing yep. for it. Um. Thankfully, people have kind of been talking about it again. Otherwise, I would have really kind of forgot that it was even coming out this week. Right. So. I think, I mean, I think it's gearing up for like a $4 million opening. Ooh, that's kind of low. I, I see, I, I was thinking like a little bit, a little bit higher, like <laughs> seven, eight. Uh, I think I will, I will say this. I will be stunned if it's able to break into double digits. Oh, no. Um, double digits, I think is out of the question and I'm excited to see it. Um, I had to make a choice unless I get the tickets for Aladdin, um, for the screening on Tuesday. Otherwise, I have to see Aladdin Thursday, and then Brightburn will have to be bumped to later in the weekend. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, my, my, my current schedule right now is Wednesday, Godzilla, 
Thursday Aladdin because I I'm not I'm not sitting for a I'm not staying up for a screening for Aladdin. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> and then Brightburn probably Friday and then Booksmart round two sometime this weekend. I gotta see that again. Um, and I know Dana okay. wants to see it, so I'm I'll, I'll see it probably three times. Booksmart, I love Booksmart. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I loved it. I'm wondering how screenings will affect that because I feel like they screened it so dang much that they did. already seen it. <laughs> I think Olivia Wilde was like, yo, my movie's good. Get that uh, motherfucker no, out no, there. Like, oh my gosh, has everybody already seen it? I she don't know. She was just like, yeah, it's a good point because literally my emails since January, my emails have been popping off with Booksmart screenings since since after South by Southwest. Now, I get, like, you know, the studio's on, like, a major high after the movie is, like, received so much at a film festival. But, I mean, but you still, at the end of the day, you still want to make money off of it, you know? I mean, they're doing um, another screening here on Monday. Like, yeah, I, I have a... I, I've gotten two emails for Monday and Wednesday, and I'm like, guys, make let this, be, let this movie get some money. But, like, I'm afraid that it's not going to make a lot of money because of the amount of how many early... Luckily... Yeah, I don't know. This is a lot it's of reminding screen- me a little bit of Love Simon, which I felt like also had so many screenings. It did. I remember that. Yeah. And it it opened okay, but I think you know, of course, if you're excited for that movie, you're gonna get the screening and go. And not everybody's crazy like you and I and go see movies multiple times in the theater. So right. they're gonna see it at the screening, and then that'll be that. Thankfully, I do have a friend who, uh, I have another friend who went to a different screening, and she loved it. So we've already convinced our, our third little friend in the office that she needs to go see it. So she's pumped to go yeah. watch it. But it's like, you know, they would have had my other friend in the office. She definitely would have paid to go see it, but now she doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's definitely reminiscent of last year's eighth grade. But eighth grade last year didn't open up that huge. But um, I will say that, like, you know, the early... The early, the actual AMC screening that, you know, that, that they did for Friday night, it was like crowded and they, um, yeah, like it was packed. So it, it, it had me excited. Like, Oh, okay. People want to see it. That's great. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I don't think it's going to do it. It's going to do a big number because of how much screenings they've held with this one movie. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. I do want to, I want it to, to, to succeed, but these kind of movies don't need, usually don't need to draw, have a big, big number. You know what I mean? They don't need to have like a, like a $28 million movie. If this movie does like 5 million, even like a little bit higher, like ten million. I don't think it will. But if it if it goes that high, then it'll be it, it'll be it'll still be a great success for it. So you know, you got Brightburn or Booksmart next week. I I honestly I got Booksmart because I think <laughs> I well I just think Booksmart uh, appeals to a wider audience than Brightburn does. Like Brightburn is for that horror kind of superhero a little bit kind of audience. Um, and when you mix horror and superhero, we don't know how good it's gonna be. We saw Hellboy. Hello. Um, <laughs> And then, like, so even though I think Bybrand's gonna be miles better than Hellboy, but um, yeah, I think I think Booksmart appeals to because at that screening I saw a lot of kind, a lot of audience. I saw teenagers. I saw I saw um, pe- I saw women from from like college and you know middle aged people. Like I saw a whole a whole span of audience members going to that theater. So I mean, I I think Booksmart might do a bigger number than Brightburn. I agree. I've seen a lot more marketing actually for Booksmart too. So yeah, and like they um, especially with the with the response too with the movie and how like 
each like you know i still have yet to hear a negative response for it they've they've ramped up their marketing value because i'm now i'm seeing ads all over facebook instagram twitter i'm seeing i'm seeing trailers left and right my girlfriend is like leila i want to see that one and i'm like oh wow you saw a trailer and they were like she's like yeah so i want to see it again and yeah i hope it does good next week because i i want movies like this i want i want to succeed you know so yeah certainly we'll see um well but that's it it looks yeah. like that's that is it for episode thirteen. Good lord, Larry! Thirteen of these bad boys, <laughs> um, and we've been going in strong. We haven't taken a break yet, so uh, we'll see. Next week we have episode fourteen. Very excited. That'll be the the release of *Brightburn*, *Aladdin*, and *Booksmart*. So we'll see how that weekend goes. Um, also, Larry, I to see the the numbers for that preview screening last night of *Rocket Man* when those get released. Oh yeah, that'll be interesting because like each I know my theater was packed, so um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that go, how it all goes, how the numbers look next week and stuff like that. Larry, let everyone know where they can find you and what's coming up on your page this week. Certainly, you can find me over on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. And as I said, this week I will have my review for Aladdin up. Whether that happens Tuesday or Thursday night, we shall see still. <laughs> um, and then hopefully I'll review Brightburn if I don't get to see it in time. Probably not, unfortunately. I already have my review for Booksmart up on the channel. I just uploaded my Rocketman review. And if you are disappointed in Game of Thrones... Be on the lookout for a very probable Season 8 Disappointment Recap video coming either late tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. And, um, yeah, tonight, everyone, will be our, I guess, final episode of Throne Watch. I mean, maybe we'll do a couple of, like, sideline episodes to talk about a few things, but... Um, yeah, tonight is episode six of Throne Watch after Game of Thrones, the season finale. I'm very, very much scared. Um, <laughs> I, and then look for our Booksmart and Rocket Man reviews up to, it'll probably be up tomorrow and Tuesday, as well as our review for Godzilla and then hopefully Aladdin and then Brightburn. So we'll see. It's like it's going to be a busy weekend for a busy week for everyone. So we'll see how it goes. Hope, hopefully everyone recovers tomorrow. I heard that offices are going to be closed tomorrow because of how many people are calling out for the Game of Thrones finale. But um, <laughs> we'll see how it all goes. And Larry, thank you once again for doing this show. Thank you for coming on, taking time out. Thank you so much for having me on and co-hosting with me. Yeah, of course. Um, and all right, guys, we will talk to you guys later. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll see you guys next week for episode 14. Bye-bye.